0: Hi, it's Cory Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Today you're going to hear some things that you've never heard before. Of the like you've never heard. When's the last time you heard a real estate professional discuss things that are bad, real estate that's down, that they're filling in the dumps? Uh, Probably never heard that because it's runs kind of counter to what salespeople and real estate professionals uh, tend to uh, act like and communicate and emote. So we're going to talk about... I'm having a hard time finding a lot of positive things to talk about and feel about today. So we're going to start with some um, bad stuff, some negative things or things that might start off sounding negative, but then they're gonna end up with uh, big positives. So we're in the middle of Los Angeles, Lincoln Heights, Chinatown by downtown Los Angeles. Just got th- finished talking to another real estate agent who is just kind of scouting out the uh, two-story Alta Loft, 1700 square foot live work loft with uh, 17 foot high soaring ceilings. At Alta Lofts, at 200 North San Fernando Road, uh, unit number 115. So, uh, and we discussed a couple of the uh, bad things, such as that you know, the city of Los Angeles signed signed on to. I mean, uh, we're told that the all the homeless encampments and so forth. Are uh, required by state law or something, but that law was actually uh, signed and agreed to by the city of Los Angeles. Uh, so, and so we found out a couple of things about the homeless, which is that um, it's, you know, the city officials that have made the decision to uh, create these tent cities and who make the decision of where to put them. Where not to put them, and uh, where you know what, how much to enforce them, how much to not enforce them, and so that's what is got us into this. Is the uh, local officials that were that were local officials that were hired uh, for the purpose of doing that, and that is uh, why we have tent cities in Los Angeles. Uh, because voters voted for officials who would um, put the tent cities there. So the voters simply need to vote for officials who will uh, remove the tent cities. So that's kind of what it boils down to is you got to have the uh, uproar. Probably, you know, some children will probably need to be killed by homeless people first, and then they'll probably decide, hey, maybe we need to elect officials who are not going to um, have a lawless and dangerous uh, city. So that's one of the negative issues that will, is bad right now, but will probably get worse before it gets better. And then um, I want to talk about my situation as well because uh, that impacts me. I mean, I, I, walked, I walk through miles of Los Angeles every day, walking my dog, showing properties. People are coming here. They have to drive by tents. They have to drive by garbage on the sidewalk, refuse junk. And they have to drive by... And this is stuff that was not there eight years ago when we bought our, our loft. Uh they have to drive by dozens of motorhomes, derelict motorhomes that are not in drivable condition, that have been parked for days, weeks, months. Um and there's laws against all these things. Nobody has is creating any any laws. Uh you'll hear the liberal lunatics say that, oh no, you can't make new, you can't enforce the law, because if you enforce the law, what you're doing is you're making it illegal to be homeless. Well, that's the complete opposite of the truth. It's an abject lie. Whenever you say something that's the opposite of the truth, then that's, that's a lie. You can't, there's no other way to, there's no other proper way to phrase that. Because it's, um, the truth is that there has always been anti-camping laws in, uh, every city, including Los Angeles, that says that you cannot camp on the sidewalks. You can only camp on campgrounds and places where it's specifically designed to camp. Uh, that obviously includes tents and, uh, sleeping bags and, um... And, sleep, and sleeping all night uh, in a spot and the same thing with uh, with parking there's all kinds of laws uh, parking that uh, um, you can only have your car parked there for like uh, three days and then you have to move it somewhere and your car has to be registered it has to be drivable condition a legal, safe, drivable condition and uh, and uh, can only you got to move it at least every three days. So they're not enforcing any of those laws. And uh, if homeless people want to uh, camp somewhere illegally, whether or not um, blocking the sidewalks, whether or not. Uh, um, Put, blocking the sidewalks with their tents or their uh, belongings, where they're not impeding people who are trying to use the sidewalks, whether they're not impeding businesses and residents, uh, especially women and children who need to walk on the sidewalks um, to go to school and to shop and th- uh, things like that. Uh, I, I think those people who are not blocking the sidewalks, not impeding anything, they should not be, um, and they're homeless, they should not be bothered except if someone, except to offer them some help. Whereas if someone is impeding or uh, blocking other people's use of the sidewalk, blocking other people's uh, use of anything, then the law needs to be enforced. Otherwise, you have uh, extreme problems uh, with lawlessness. You have the tax base going down like it is right now, um, which means that there's even less money to enforce the laws in the future, higher taxes, and uh, and a place that's not livable, a place where all the business is going to go down, and, and including real estate. So. There's uh, The homelessness in tent cities is just one of the factors that's causing Los Angeles real estate to go down uh, first before other neighborhoods go down. And they cause downtown Los Angeles prices to plummet more than other places. Like West Hollywood is uh, not going to be going down in price. I could be wrong, by the way, because the other real estate professional told me that West Hollywood did not sign on to this law. West Hollywood's going to kick off homeless tents and so forth. But uh, I've seen homeless guys sleeping on the sidewalk in West Hollywood. Um, But, uh, you know, maybe they're not letting people sleep on the sidewalk anymore. Or maybe they're letting people sleep on the sidewalk but not letting them have... Uh, any camping gear, tents, or sleeping bags, and so forth. Uh, Because I've never seen a tent or sleeping bag or other things like that in the city of West Hollywood. Uh, So those are uh, a few issues affecting me. The the other issue that's affecting me the most, which I haven't talked about, because that's the last thing that real estate agents want to talk about. Real estate agents are never going to talk about Generally, their finances, for the most part, especially if their finances are negative at the moment. So I'm going to talk about my finances that I regard as negative at the moment. Uh, it's probably going to end with um, some good news for the future, but it doesn't—it definitely does not feel good right now. My finances. So, and I'm probably a little early. I think other people when we have some bigger stock market crashes, other people are not going to be feeling too good about their finances and not too good about other things as well. Um, Right now, uh, the United States is uh, following Japan and Europe the way that they do their economies, which is a major problem. I mean, that's that's a socialist type of of, uh, of action to be reducing um, the uh, f- federal interest rate uh, constantly and continuously. Uh, so people could maybe say, hey, well, when you have a recession, maybe it's okay to do that. But now it's uh, constant. So it's no longer, there's no longer... There's no emergency. By the way, those cycles are not even emergencies to begin with, so it's really not even legitimate for a uh, government who, that claims to be free enterprise government to be uh, trying to control or manipulate interest rates uh, ever. So, uh, but now the United States is, is doing it continuously, constantly. Uh, through good times and bad. And by the way, if things are so bad, uh, I mean, it's evident that financially things are so bad because the government says that things are so bad that they cannot raise interest rates to a normal rate. Ding, 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 hello. Warning, warning, alert, alert. The government is admitting, has admitted, things are so bad That they cannot allow interest rates to go up to a normal rate. Now somebody like Trump um, will say that, well, things are not bad, things are wonderful. We just have to keep our rates low because the other countries that are worse off are lowering their rates too low. So in order to compete with them, we have to have lower rates. And we cannot have a dollar that's extremely too, too extremely valuable because um, it makes it it makes it too expensive to uh, produce things here and sell abroad. So, but back to my own finances because that's enough on the uh, economics, the dismal science. Uh, my finances are. Uh, impacted that because downtown Los Angeles real estate has plummeted. Now prices have come down about 7% in the last uh, two years and um, I have one listing where the seller does not believe that prices are coming down even though uh, they already have and they're continuing to do so and he still does not believe it and unfortunately that's the case with some home sellers, some of them are simply not going to believe even though they're reducing their prices and nobody is still buying uh, and, they're still, and they still won't believe that prices are going to continue to go down for a while. Uh, we know, I know that prices will continue to go down for a while, At home prices and my buyers know that, <laughs> almost uh, 100% of buyers know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're not buying. If they believed that prices were going to be as high or higher in the, uh, in a couple of years, they would be buying right now because interest rates are very low. So, um, of course, the other problem we have is um, China, China, which was already having a couple issues. In China, they were... Uh, Already on a, on a major bubble, that that they were not capitulating, they were not admitting the bubble. Um, usually, when you have extreme growth, you have a bubble. Um, you just have to figure out when that bubble is going to pop. If it takes 30 years for a bubble to pop instead of five or 10, then it's going to be worse. A bigger pop, a bigger downturn, and, and a longer downturn than if it, you, and then if you let the bubble burst naturally in every five to ten years, as it naturally does every six to ten years. So the United States is at that uh, ten-year uh, uh, past We're past the, the ten-year cycle of where the economy really wants to. Deflate substantially uh, to reduce some of the um, misallocations, reduce some of the inefficiencies that get reduced. People, um, the vast majority of people, are dumb in that respect. They don't understand that part of economics. Some people do. Uh, you can get on the internet and here find some people who who know exactly the way that it works which is that you have up cycles and down cycles. Some of those, like Ray Dalio, think that the uh, cycles are, are only caused by um, borrowing. But um, if you look closer, the cycles that happen every six to 10 years, um, they might be exacerbated by borrowing, but they're not caused by borrowing. They're caused by, you know, routine or semi-routine. Uh, nature, human nature, and also just the um, efficiencies that are created when you have an up, ups and down cycles. Up and down cycles are necessary, inherent part of an economy because there are things that you can do when the economy is going down. Important things, such as buying low, so that you can sell high and reducing expenses and other things. So you can't do that as well when you don't have cycles. So there are things that... Uh, I'm probably missing some even more important fundamentals. Absolute requirements. Think, uh, prices must come down every once in a while. Unless, unless you do have some sort of a perfect economy, but nobody... Nobody can, uh, can control, uh, nobody can understand every facet of the economy. It's all people-driven. And people don't understand. One thing I've learned in 53 years is people don't even understand themselves, much less understand other people. Uh, people are, are all sorts of things. Some are. Uh, I mean, everybody is uneducated compared to how educated they could be. So, even the educated are are uneducated, and the uneducated are much more uneducated, and then everybody's wishy-washy, even the most uh, strong-minded, determined people are still wishy-washy. They <coughs> change their minds, they start doing one thing, do something different, um, and all sorts of other things. As I mentioned before, people are only about 2% smarter than a monkey. The smartest people, I've met some very, very, very smart people, wealthy people, and they're all human. I mean, if you hang out with them, you will see them all doing dumb things. Einstein admitted that he really was limited in what he could do. He was limited in his brain power, and he managed it in a way where he did not uh, clutter up his brain with uh, non-science, non-physics, and non-mathematical things. He believed that his brain needed to be focused, which we know is true. Human brains, the more focused they are on one thing, the better they're good at it. That's the nature of a business. That's the nature of being a talented musician or an Olympic athlete. Um, It's possible the Olympic athlete, in fact, likely they could be uh, studying music while still being an Olympic athlete, but most of them are not, most of them are not becoming a top brain surgeon and gold medalist, Olympian and top concert pianist and a um, top, what else? Would be a stretch, and a uh, uh, and a um, top chef, top world-renowned chef, and uh, <laughs> what else? And a famous home builder. You're not going to find anybody doing all of those things in one person, uh, ever. Never, ever, ever. Because each one of those takes. A uh, t- uh, total focus and dedication I mean you can be a top Olympian and top concert pianist because you practice for three hours a day on the piano four hours a day and then you physically you can only practice about four hours four to eight hours a day at the most uh, if you're doing you know, heavy physical workouts and practices. So, talking about a lot of different things before I get more in depth about my issues, the money issues. The real estate has gone to, in downtown Los Angeles, where I specialize. Has I mentioned before, has gone down by 75 percent in the last two years, which means there's only, where there used to be four transactions, uh, there's only one. So you have all, all these real estate agents who are now competing against me for uh, for only one-fourth as many transactions. And it's basically only one-fourth as much uh, money for commissions for the real estate agents. So... My income is uh, one-fourth of what it was a couple years ago. So uh, anybody who has had their income go down 75% is uh, finding that they have a problem. So uh, that's the main issue of my finances. So um, having 75% less money is... uh, is a problem that's, you know, uh, negative to deal with. So I have to basically... I've had to to uh, reinvent my business several times. And so now it's going to need an even bigger remodel of my business. So um, I don't think I'm going to leave the real estate business 100%, but it definitely has to be... Uh, uh, changed quite a bit my business model so I have to do two things I have to get four times as much marketing done and spend only 25 percent as much money on the marketing that's a tall order <laughs> so we've got to be eight times as efficient not four times but eight times because we have to, we have less money to spend, and we have to get four times as many sales per lead, basically, as we did a couple years ago, just to remain even and then be able to continue to grow. So I've been working on that, putting a lot of effort into it, but uh, to no avail, but today I've realized that uh, I, I have succeeded I'm getting more content out than ever before onto social media, onto all the free uh, marketing places like social media and directories, and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, now I just need to make four times as many phone calls because that's uh, I figured out is really uh, what's lacking. It takes time to make these phone calls. And then when you do get someone who says, oh yeah, I need to sell my place or buy a place, and, or uh, I know someone else who does, then we have to get into action on taking care of those people while still f- trying to find time to make 100 pieces of content per day for social media, uh, find time to make 100 photographs, videos, audios, postings, articles, blog posts uh, a day and then find time to make uh, four times as many phone calls which phone calls take time and a lot of time I had to shut off my auto dialer so now I have to um, dial everybody's phone number manually and um, Oh, that's getting a little bit faster. I just tell Siri, the uh, I just read the phone number. And then while that's dialing, I get on the other phone and I tell it to dial another phone number because only about 1 out of 10 people will answer their phone. So uh, I do what auto dialers do, which is to have several phones dialing at once. Then if one person answers, I... Hang up the other phones that are dialing and dial them back. So I learned uh, from the way auto dialers work uh, why do I receive so many calls now every day and then I answer and nobody's there? The reason is because most of them are computers auto dialing and they're dialing about 10 calls or more at a time and so that they hang up. When one of those other nine calls answers, it hangs up. Uh, it hangs up on me and nine other, nine other phone lines. So that's uh, that's basically all there is to say about the negative stuff, the bad news. So now that's kind of all the bad news. So let's get into now the good news. So, real estate is going down. Question is, it's getting harder to, for me to get perfect exact timing, perfect market calls, and perfect uh, economics forecasts. Now that I'm getting closer, and less objective, more, more up close and personal to all the uh, finances and the economics. Walking up a hill as usual. As I'm walking the whippy puppy. The puppy whippy. Well, he likes to stop about every five feet and sniff or pee. And to pee when he doesn't have any pee left, he'll still stop and pee. And where we are now is a very, we're at a very glorious part of Elysian Park. It's the grass, the grassy knoll, the grassy hillside. I guess a knoll is smaller. The grassy hillside of Elysian Park facing downtown Los Angeles on a warm day. Winter is over. it's February 26th or 27th February 26th uh, 2020 and spring is very much here I don't think we're gonna have very many frigid days but we'll probably have some rainy days we usually get rainy days in February March It's almost March. Sometimes March is already like summer. So the weather today is seventy, upper seventies, which is the same as uh, summer in uh, at Aunt Barbara's house in uh, Upstate New York. Hi, Aunt Barbara. <laughs> um, Aunt Barbara is one of my most loyal, helpful fans. And uh, I'm a big fan of Aunt Barbara and her. Um, that leaf, that plant is really shaking. It's, it could be the wind, but it looks more like a gopher is shaking that plant over there. I think it stopped shaking because it heard me coming. It might just be the wind catching it like a airplane. Plane wing, yeah, probably is. Since it's shaped like an airplane wing, I'll assume it's the uh, wind that's making it move so much. But sometimes I'll see like a little weed when there is no wind, weed will be shaking, and that's because there's a gopher underneath, sort of pulling it down from the roots underground. So, uh We basically come up with a uh, solution. Not an easy solution, but it's a solution that we have to do. Um, And then we're going to add one more solution. I will be looking at uh, people who need consultants or who need my skills who are willing to pay very well. They're paying between uh, basically over $30 an hour. Then uh, then um, I could work with them. So uh, while we're making four times as many phone calls and um, doing a hundred posts per day, a hundred pieces of content, video, audio, photos, Uh, blog posts, articles per day. Then we also are going to be sending out um, proposals like on upwork.com for, um, to do some potential uh, consulting work for marketing and things like that. And I'll be letting you know how all that's going. And, uh, When the going gets tough, the tough get going. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye.